is back with them DMV boys. My second podcast, and I'm doing this one again on the late night. I just want to go over some of the uh, touch bases with the NBA, some of my predictions, and how I see the NBA this season um, being as though it's just getting started. So I felt kind of compelled to do this quick episode on my picks to make the playoffs, both East and Western Conference. So let me start with the Eastern Conference which is a very good conference, a very tough conference to kind of make my predictions and picks because it's it's really a wide-open conference. Um, you don't, you really don't have a, a favorite, I mean, like an all-out favorite. I mean, because, you know, of course, most people have Boston, like me. I have Boston also being the one seed in the East. But, I mean, you still have other teams and other components that could play a major factor in the Eastern Conference. So... Here's my top eight in the Eastern Conference to make the playoffs. I, I pick Boston one, Philadelphia two, and some might say, well, how'd you you know do that? We'll go back and more to depth into that. I got Toronto at the three spot. I got the Bucks at the four spot. Pacers at the five. I got the Wizards at six. And I think the Wizards could do a little better, but um, you know, I they they play so much under their potential. Um, I really like the Wizards. I like their backcourt with Bill and um, John Wall, but I still have them at the sixth spot because of their, um, they're not very consistent. The Heat at seven, and then my surprise team this year, um, I like the Pistons at eight. I think the Pistons will slide in the back door and make the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, they're, they're, I mean, of course, with the addition of having Blake Griffin from last year's trade over, um, they have a lot of great pieces there in, in in Detroit, where I think they could make the push. Now that LeBron is in the in the West, I think that they could put themselves in position to make the playoffs this year. All right, so people might ask me about Toronto not being in this two seed versus Philly. I really like the Philadelphia 76ers as far as their youth. Um, they have a lot of great pieces there, starting with Joel. And then you're going to go over to um, Ben Simmons. Um, I think they have one of the great, they have a great youth movement there. And the guys are really playing well. I like Philadelphia in the second spot. I think that um, with the advancement of like, you know, you still have J.J. Redick there. You still have a three-point shooter. But the key component to me is going to be, my man, Mr. Fultz. I like him. I think that it was a lot of pressure on him to develop and I think that they sat him out last year may have kind of hurt his confidence somewhat um, here's a kid that was in college that was averaging what 30 points a game and all of a sudden now he can't shoot the basketball so I felt as though they really hurt more so of his confidence and not more so what his shot really was because you have to have a shot to average 30 points a game um, I don't know the percentages like I said we're not, we not fact chasers here not chasing facts. I'm just looking at what I see. And I think that Fultz is going to be a good surprise and a good addition to getting back on the court with the 76ers to making them a uh, number two seed this year in the uh, Eastern Conference. So I'm going to stick with my prediction. So I'm going to stay Boston, Philly, Toronto, Bucks, Indiana, Washington, the Heat, and then the Pistons in the eighth seed. And that's what I'm going to go with in the Eastern Conference. And we'll try to stick to it so it's down and it's on wax. So let me go to the West, the Western Conference, where 
you all know that I am a Lakers fan. I'm one half of the DMV boys. So, in the NBA, here's my Western Conference picks. I'm going with Golden State, Houston, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit. The Jazz, OKC, Denver, the Lakers. And then at the seventh spot, I'm kind of confused a little bit. So, y'all yeah, going to have to um, bear with me. I, I kind of got Portland or New Orleans in the seventh seed. And then I have the Spurs in the eighth seed. And some may think I need to have the Spurs higher. I like the Spurs at the eighth seed because they're a little disgruntled right now, in my opinion. Um, but they always still have Coach Pop, which is a great coach. So that, to me, is already going to keep them in contention and make this AFC spot in the playoffs. Now, when I got look at the top, well, let's say my number two position with Houston. After tonight's performance with the Lakers, and you know, and I'm a Lakers fan. I got my Lakers at six. I don't want my Lakers, to, you know. So let's let's talk about my Lakers real quick. Yes, we have the addition of LeBron James, and it makes a very big difference. Um, I don't want us, if we can, stay away from drawing Golden State in the first round of the playoffs because I, it gives us an opportunity. I don't to 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 make it into the second round. So what I'm saying in essence is this. If we play Golden State in the first round of the playoffs, we're going to get bumped out. I want us to see is I think if we can get in the 6 seed and then we and we can kind of maybe you know to play the play the Utah Jazz or even maybe um uh Houston would be tough but still that would give us a chance to be able to make it to the Western Conference Finals with getting out of the first round. Now, with tonight's win, with with well, tonight's loss to the Houston Rockets, um, Houston still to me, they still real like they have the two with James Harden and Chris Paul. And I still feel like you know that style of play is not going to last long because they're so ball dominant. They do a lot of dribbling. They do a lot of stuff, you know, moving the ball with their legs and just one on one stuff. So, and I notice at times when they're doing that. Offense just gets stagnant. It just sits there. Um, I don't think we finished the game very well this evening. And plus, we had the altercation tonight. But Houston, to me, might fall down. I have them in my two spot. I have them in my two seat. But I think they could they could be easily become a three or four. Um, I don't see them as being strong defensively. Um, but once again, Coach D'Angelo, he's always had that style of play where... Um, they want to try to outscore everybody and not make any stops or play any defense. Unfortunately, like if we didn't finish tonight, but we still, I mean, the score was 124-115. And I just, I just didn't think that um, Houston didn't look strong to me tonight. Um, they just get their first win. They lost their first opening game. So I didn't really think that they were that strong tonight or their first game because they lost. So, I, I, you know, they're going to be there. They're going to be in the top eight seed, of course, in the, in the Western Conference. That's without a problem. But I think they could easily fall down to my fourth seed. Um, with, I've really, you know, with, with the Jazz just swapping out because the Jazz have made three OKC at four. So I could actually, Houston could, like I said, could, could drop down to four where Jazz could go two, OKC could go three, and then... Houston could go four. Um, I really like the Jazz this year, man. They have a great nucleus. Yes, I, they they played last night and they lost, but I mean, I just like those guys. They're young, they're athletic. Gobert, 
Um, I think they're going to be, they're going to finish easily to me in the top three. That is actually my sleeper pick for the Western Conference this year. Um, my what my sleeper in the East this year. I'm probably going to go with the Bucks because I think they're going to have a really good year with, with Giannis, and I think they're going to be a lot more polished this year coming around because I think they're they understand what it is and and what it takes to um, be a playoff contention team. I just wanted to really put this podcast out there because I wanted to, um, because since then we're getting really started early with the NBA season and just um, letting people know what my predictions are and my thoughts on that, on, on basketball right now. Um, but of course, there could be some different changes coming up, you know, with different teams moving in. But right now, early predictions right now for me, those are my top team, top 16 teams. I think later on in other podcasts, maybe we're going to discuss more about getting into the round robin kind of like the NCAA tournament where you just take the top 16 teams regardless of conference and just put them together and we just best of seven it out best of seven for the series and this way we can get the better quality teams I know a lot of people have been discussing that as far as doing it like the NCAA format top 16 teams and just letting them play instead of having east and west conference just the best teams make it which I think is a very interesting uh, conversation because, I mean, we've been really kind of looking forward to that. And um, it, it's um, looking forward to it and maybe having some changes there. And I know the commissioner and everybody here, David Stern, and all of them have been, um, I'm sorry, Adam, you know what? Has been looking forward to um, making those changes, you know, possibly in the, um, in, in the NBA. But... Here's some of my early predictions here for the NBA East and Western Conference. And I'll go over them again real quick here. So I'm going to go with, start with the Western Conference. Golden State, Houston, the Jazz, OKC, Denver, the Lakers, Portland, New Orleans at the 7. And then I do have the Spurs finishing off at the 8 spot. In the Eastern Conference, I'm going to have Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto, the Bucks. Indiana Pacers, Washington Wizards, the Heat, and then I'm going to finish it off with the Detroit Pistons. Like I said, I think the Pistons are going to surprise a lot of people this year. I think they're going to play a lot of good ball. Because, I mean, like, you got to figure in the Eastern Conference, I mean, you've had under 500 clubs make the playoffs. I think you're going to probably see that again this year in the Eastern Conference where you have some a team at 500 or a little bit under 500 still making the playoffs. So um, I think that's going to repeat itself again this year in the, in the East. Now that LeBron is gone, it's really opened up the conference. I, like I said, I don't have Cleveland making the playoffs this year. I don't see them making it at all. I think that the loss of LeBron James from that team um, put them way behind because he's just that much of a, a, a component to helping them with their success and their winning because he, re- he really carried that team. And, of course, they no longer have Kyrie Irving. So you have Kyrie and then you have LeBron James uh, and those are two major pieces that are, that are lost. Once again, I just want to put this one out so that um, we can get started on this NBA season. Of course, we're going to be a lot more talks about it. You know, like I said, I'm only one half of the DMV boys, but I got a partner coming in. He'll be here shortly. He'll be here soon jump in and give me his side and we're going to talk about so many other great wonderful things and not just sports 
but also about life, the DMV, um, a lot of things that take place in the DMV and just topics of that nature. So we want to give you a whole lot more. But once again, these are just my picks for the uh, NBA season coming up. And like I said, we'll talk more about the NBA and get more involved with it. But uh, thank you again for listening. Um, once again, we are them DMV boys, and I'm one half of the DMV boys. Um, young Raj Easy, so look, we look to talk to you soon, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye.